How interesting. Doing something without me. <laughs> Indeed, yes. But it's not about us, it's about getting you, like Stuart has said, getting you to think about the big issues in a different way. Another email has just come through. Um, but we're here to, in this episode today to change the narrative and maybe broaden it out and break things down into bite-sized chunks and just remind us all that we're all custodians of the little piece of the environment that's on our doorstep. Uh, Paco's back, isn't he, Stuart? Paco is back. If you listen to the last episode, he's got a long question. We've got to have a build-up to it. Yeah, I have to have a build-up to it. And, and guess who's going to be reading out the question because it's long? Yeah, yeah it has to be, It's always me. It's always me. I'm William Mainclow. I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast, the People's Countryside Environmental Debate podcast. Uh, one of my challenges currently has been, well, I've got this idea of, of doing something off my own back, an event, a, a guided tour, which I haven't even spoken to you about, Stuart. Haven't you? No, no, but no, no. That's my. That, but it's just getting the research done about that in the background. How interesting! Doing something without me. <laughs> Indeed, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm William Mackler, one of the hosts. Like I said, who are you, Stuart? I'm Stuart the Wild Man, Mabbot. My job is bringing nature into people's daily life, and in whatever way possible, we do this podcast to try and introduce you to new perspectives and views, and maybe help you evolve as a person. You know, just by giving you the opportunity to stop and think. And listen to your inner narrative. Yeah, you, you you may think some of our views are unfounded potentially, or maybe baseless, or whatever. Um, but we, we 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 present our own thoughts on with the question that's presented in front of us. But it's not about us. It's about getting you, like Stuart has said, getting you to think about the big issues in a different way. If you keep listening, at the end of this episode, we're going to talk about the the live event at Bothy Vineyard in Oxfordshire, where. This will be taking this podcast format live. 27th of May this year, yeah. people. And it will be unrecorded, so it'll be ticket exclusive. Got to be there, people. Me, uh, another email has just come through. Um, but we're here to, in this episode today to change the narrative and maybe broaden it out and break things down into bite-sized chunks and just remind us all that we're all custodians of the little piece of the environment that's on our doorstep. Yes. So, do you want to have a go at reading out this question? Yeah, this is, this this is Paco. This is a little bit of a thesis in some respects. <laughs> I'm not quite... sure our description character count will allow us to fit this whole question in, but we'll have a go. Yeah, th we might have had to split this episode into two. Just nothing mm. to do with the actual length of the episode, but just the length of the because we always put the uh, the question into the uh, description yeah. of the po of the of the podcast. Uh, so you could actually, if you wanted to, you could actually go into the description right now and read it along. So see see how well I get this because it will be verbatim when I actually put it in the. In the description. I'm waffling again, aren't I? You are. William the Waffler Manclow. It's been a while since I've waffled, so, you know, got to be there. Do you so, remember your previous nickname, Wee Willy Winky? That, that was a long time ago. Yeah, that's not a nickname. That's uh, that's, that's just abusive. Yeah. Right, um, so Paco's, Paco is saying here, Paco is saying, I'm now hearing the Supreme Court in the US has voted to limit President Biden's powers to cut emissions. The US Environmental Protection Agency, EPA, has lost some of its powers to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. The landmark ruling by the US Supreme Court represents a major setback. Biden called it a devastating decision, but said it would not undermine his effort to tackle the climate crisis. The case against the EPA was bought by, the West, Virgin bought by West Virginia on behalf of 18 other mostly Republican-led states and some of the nation's largest coal companies. They argued that the agency did not have the authority to limit emissions across whole states. V. 
These 19 states were worried their power sectors would be forced to move away from using coal at a severe economic cost. In a 6-3 ruling, the court sided with the conservative states and fossil fuel companies, agreeing that the EPA did not have have the authority to impose such sweeping measures. Environmental groups will be deeply concerned by the outcome, as historically the 19 states that brought the case have made little progress on reducing their emissions, which is necessary to limit climate change. It means President Biden is now relying on a change of policy from these states or a change from Congress. Otherwise, the US is unlikely to achieve its climate targets. This is a significant loss for the president who entered office on a pledge to ramp up US efforts on the environment and climate. On his first day in office, he re-entered the country into the Paris Agreement, the first legally binding universal agreement on climate change targets, and he committed the country to reducing its greenhouse gas emissions by 52% by 2030 against 2005 levels. Please cover this and also the fact that maybe we should all start to get used to paying more for fuels. Here in the UK, the cost of heating our homes, maybe that's something we should get used to and not expect it to go down. Maybe instead of getting home fuel, home-based fuel costs down isn't the answer. Maybe we should be insulating our homes better so we need less let, let fuel and heating. There's probably less fuel yeah. than heating. Two seemingly different issues but related, I feel. Well um, done. Do you need to lie down after reading that? Yes, yes. If you can just take, take over for the rest of the podcast and I, <laughs> I can have a nap. So if you hear some snoring in the background... Mm. I'm joking, Paco, of course I am. Yeah. So very, it's an, you've, you've obviously you've laid it out nice and succinctly here. Yeah, we don't need to talk about a lot of it. You're doing our job for us. But the two things, um, the 19 states not wanting to improve their um, their pollution, polluting power, shall we say, and the um, in the UK, maybe we need to get used to higher fuel prices and focus on needing less fuel by having better insulation. Yes. They are both related because it's sort of like we need to get used to change. There are so many homes in the UK that you look at and like that you it just you can just you can almost hear it leaking yeah. air. Yeah. They just look like they have never yeah. been touched since probably since the 1970s. Yeah. But it's sort of like that's the common denominator. It's change we're going to have to get used to. I'd be interested to see with these 19 states how much of the national pollution are they are they producing? Because they yes. might be the higher polluters. Yes. So the way to, if, regardless, the way to change that is to infiltrate from the inside, not bash over the head. Um, I think it also demonstrates just how much strength and power the coal board have in the US still yeah. to this day. Um, there's 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 been a, a lot, quite a bit of talk about clean coal. Have you heard about this? No. Or clean coals, the whole idea is you can still burn coal, but you can get rid of the emissions. But it's never it's never been proved to work efficiently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, coal has still got a very big stranglehold over 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 United, over, over certain states. Uh, interesting. West Virginia is uh, Virginia is in the is it the Appalachians? No idea. So it's, there's a group of hills which is that. If I remember rightly, West Virginia was quite a big coal producer. Mm. So I, I can see why they probably would be adverse to it because they just don't necessarily... Because it, it's going to take jobs mm. away. I think that's probably what they're looking at. But if you it? drill down into it, I mean, you might have the... There might be the corporates um, putting pressure on not to change. 
it, yes. it might be um, the individual population. But if guided pathways, which we always talk about, uh, and a way to transition is is given, then, then you might find there's less resistance because a lot of these companies who have these workforces, we need that workforce to start doing things in a different way and different technology. And as they're a big company, they're the ones who who, who can you know bring about that change. It's like um, you've got all the fuel gas stations where you fill your car up. People say we don't want, you know, we don't like the diesel, don't like unleaded, but but we don't want to see those disappear because that's the outlets that the electric revolution will be, we will go to those places to to charge up potentially at least, yes, you know, so, yeah. So it, 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 the one big thing that comes up is the pathways. How do people transition? And it's the same with the UK homes. You make a very good point. Instead of actually trying to keep the subsidize the fuel costs so we can keep going wow we are we, you know and, and without changing maybe we need need to invest in well that's in what insulation. insulated britain are talking about isn't yeah. it yeah. it literally is on the tin isn't it that it yeah it, it makes total sense that you have well it is on the tin but there is an alternative interpretation of that because insulate britain sort of appeared just after brexit and some people are interpreting it as is insularism. It's 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 removing ourselves from the continent. So some people are interpreting that name in that way. Insulate, but, don't protect, don't want any foreigners here. Yeah, but that, but but it is. We 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 are predominantly a, a colder country, aren't we? We're yeah. not a cold country, but there are so many. Like I said, you you can just look at some houses. I, I can walk past some houses and think that. That hasn't seen that. That hasn't seen any modernisation in the last thirty, forty years. Yeah, it's, I, I, it still amazes me just how many buildings I see all across the country. Uh, I remember walking through London recently. It was one big block, um, like an office block, just in the in the city centre. Didn't stand out mm-hmm. in the sense of it wasn't any bigger than the surrounding buildings, but every single window was single glazed. Really, and I couldn't quite believe I was seeing an office block where people were working in, with single glazed windows. So in the in the in the depths of winter when it does get quite cold here, comparatively speaking, then the heating is going to go on. It's, how much is that going to cost to heat that building? Mm. You know, mm. uh, yeah. Um, also, just, like I said, let's go back to the whole thing with the. Um, just wanted to make a point about the EPA. It almost just sounds like the the EPL, the Environmental Protection Agency, just don't have the power that they probably should have. Mm. Can you imagine that being the FBI? Mm. Having this, having that sort of, having that le- that least amount, that, that, not that that sort of power. Mm. You see what I mean? Yeah. You know, the FBI would it's be a toothless tiger. You're saying. Yeah, yeah, and that's a shame, really, because the environmental protection is just as important as any other agency. I would say. I mean, they basically. It looks like they were saying it was. Um, yeah, the whole idea of the night. These United States were worried their power sectors would be forced to move away from using coal at severe economic cost. So basically, it was economic cost, and they're thinking about maybe that again. It's a very short-termism thing, isn't it? That they're just thinking about is oh, we can't we can't we can't produce the coal, therefore we lose all this this work. Mm. Maybe mm. they need be maybe those states themselves need some form of guided pathways to newer and cleaner um, industries that yeah. these people that actually do work within these industries can actually move over to. Maybe an action is to. Drill down and find out which are the which are the nineteen states. Yes, which are the common denominators of where their resistance come from, and which are the very individual to each individual state, 
um, and then revert that into looking at the heating of the UK houses. You know, are there barriers in geographical areas? And break it down to individuals. What are the individual barriers? Start 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 really understanding it instead of actually saying, "Oh, well, we've got 19 states that are going to scupper Biden's potential." Just just say, and then because that's a form of just giving up and acceptance. Understand, is, yes. understand where yes. these barriers come from. I'm intrigued. Instead of, I'm not really angry um, that these 19 states are going to potentially not do anything. I'm more intrigued of saying, well, okay, what would? Because everything has a tipping point. It certainly does, yeah. I mean, yeah, I was just, I was just doing, I was just have a quick look at what the Appalachians were now. They're sure. mountains, aren't they? Not they, they are. They, 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 well, they, they kind of, they're not really mountains. They probably were in the past. We're not talking about the Alps here. Mm. Um, oh, right. There, there, there is coal in the, them, their hills, as it oh, were. Yeah. West Virginia is being, was I think was the one, was that the one that was the, the one that's kind of like, yeah, the case was against the EPA was bought by West Virginia on behalf of 18 other mostly Republican-led states mm-hmm. and some of the la- nation's largest coal companies. Mm. So, yeah, the coal, coal lobby board is still very, very powerful in America. I'm intrigued to also know, is it really a Republican influence thing in, or Democrat thing, or is it wider than that? I suspect it's a whole... Wider, I, I would say it's wider. I think it's just down to the fact of the, where the coal companies are based and where um, where coal mining is still prevalent in the mm. United States, and that would be the the, the mm. states. Uh, I could actually go, I'd probably Google it and probably find those eighteen states, but we we don't need to sit no. and list every no. single one of them. Go and have a look. Go and have a have look, a look yourself. yourself. Yeah, go and look into it yourself and find that out. But um, one thing you should find out is you go into the description of this podcast, you will find the link, the Eventbrite link to buy tickets to our live incarnation of this. Podcast format. This charade. Yeah, this charade. It will be exclusive, won't be recorded. And uh, it's the 27th of May, 3.30pm to 9pm. Early bird tickets are now available. be at the Bothy Vineyard in uh, in Oxfordshire, not too far away from Oxford. And uh, at the beginning, you'll be able to take a leisurely guided walk around the wild flowers of this old vineyard that's now closed. And then yeah, move... a former vineyard, isn't it? Yeah. And then move into an interactive discussion with some panel guests and sharing experiences, challenges, solutions, maybe even contacts uh, around the, the big issues we all face. Now, the main themes of this particular event is going to be food and water security. Though no matter what we discuss, what are the six things that always come up in this podcast and always... Did you me. swear there? Do, am I going to have to do a quiet No, thing? no, no. That thing, there might have been a god, potentially, right. but that's not really a swear word, I wouldn't say. I wasn't okay. taking his name in vain either. Okay. So, goodness me, um, let me think about this. I always get five out of six, yeah. and I always, every time I forget one. So it's it's social justice, yeah. nature, yeah. sustainability, yeah. Uh the environment? No. No. <laughs> Could this be? Philosophy. Philosophy. Human condition. Human condition. And maybe and climate. And climate, yes. Yes, I yeah. think we got all six of them there, didn't we? And then afterwards, it's optional. Well, the walk is optional as well, if you just wanted to come for the conversation. Afterwards, we can continue the discussion or debate over some local food and drink um, with a buffet uh, supplied and cooked by... Uh, Earth Hour are based on site that they yeah, uh, yes. they they produce ethically uh, brewed ale and uh, and uh, other things, 
And because we, we think that this event, um, we're not going to necessarily find solutions, but we think uh, by, by having panellists who aren't going to be presenting their thoughts and just activating the conversation, it's about the audience. I think the real good stuff is going to come over food afterwards because this event is about providing an opportunity and space to explore this stuff. I think it's going to be a cracker, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're involved, Stuart, so it must be. It's going to be. It's going to be interesting, at least, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Just purely from that point of view. Now, the next episode, uh, the, the question uh, is going to be from um, Samir in Tlemcen in Algeria, and uh, she's back, and it's another interesting question. And yeah, so um, I remember, their first question was. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but it was so good, many varieties. Good question. Yeah, yeah, we're getting a lot of really interesting and varied questions in. Yeah. Um, thanks very much for sending them in. 